Yeah, so I'm sitting here getting everything ready to record this, and I notice my chair feels like it's moving. And I said, "Yeah, oh, that's weird. Like, I don't have wheels. And then my body starts swaying side to side. And I thought, oh my gosh, we're having an earthquake. And then stupidly, I ran out to my balcony to go look and see what everyone else is doing outside until I thought, oh, what if this like falls or something? Should I go under a doorway? I don't know. Welcome to Connections with BCD Travel, an ongoing conversation about the modern day travel program, the impact of technology, and how travel buyers can take control and drive change. What are we waiting for? Let's start connecting. Welcome back to Connections with BCD Travel. I'm Miriam Moscovich. I lead partnerships and intelligence at BCD Travel. And I'm Chad Lemon. I work in digital strategy and advancement at BCD. And as always, if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. You're joining us for another first on the Connections podcast. Usually at this point, we'll let you know what this topic is about and then introduce our guest. And while I am going to tell you what the topic is today, it's lessons we can all learn from life sciences. I'm not going to introduce you to our guest. For the first time, I'm going to introduce you to our guests, plural. (laughs) Well, actually, Chad's going to do that. That's right, Miriam. On today's episode, we have two guests. First, Terry Miller is BCD's executive vice president and is the executive sponsor for our Life Sciences Center of Excellence, working closely with our second guest, Ashley Williams, global vice president of Life Sciences Center of Excellence for BCD. Ladies, welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Ashley, you want to go first? Sure, I'd be glad to. First, it's good to be here. Thanks for having us. Um, I'm Ashley, uh, as Chad said, and I have been with BCD since 2015. That entire time I've been working in the life sciences space, I come from life sciences, having spent most of my career in pharma, particularly in marketing. So I'm a marketer by training, but I'm leading a a large business unit here at BCD and um, all focused on life sciences. I'm really passionate about the life sciences space. um, And so I'm in the perfect job. I love it every day. Love that we are involved in helping our clients improve and save the lives of patients. So if you need a reason to wake up every morning, there you go. That's a great reason to get up every day. And I'm also a, a wife and a mom to two girls who are 21 and 18. I am Terry Miller, and I head up our global client team. And I also, during COVID, we decided to expand in our life sciences and uh, kind of piggyback off what Ashley and her team were doing. And so we expanded our Life Science Center of Excellence to include uh, the travel side as well. And I too am passionate about this particular area for many reasons. One, I've been involved in life science customers probably for over 20 years at this particular point. And there's nothing better or that makes you feel better than knowing you're at least helping in some way you know, to help the the travelers and the scientists and, and people to get to where they need to be or the patients, which we'll talk more about. But I, I will say that um, it makes you very proud to be a part of that. Now, if you're listening right now, you might be tempted to tune out. Why would you care about this industry if you aren't part of it, right? Well, we asked Terry and Ashley to join us because we know they have some insightful information for all programs. And I think you're going to be surprised at how much you'll relate. So ladies, let's do it. Well, let's start off with the obvious question. Ashley, I'm going to throw this one to you. What is Life Sciences or the Life Sciences Center of Excellence and what are patient services? 
So life sciences is, it's a pretty big tent actually. And it includes the things probably that spring immediately to mind, the obvious characters like the pharmaceutical manufacturers. I just shared my origin story coming from one of those companies. It also includes med device. So these are the people that are making the insulin pumps and the insulin monitoring devices and the pacemakers and the, all the parts and pieces that go in our hips and knees when we get those replaced. Um, but it also includes a whole other ecosystem. And those are like consumer healthcare companies that make toothpaste and ibuprofen and insurers and hospitals and um, group purchasing organizations, which are made up of conglomerate of HCPs who are trying to leverage their buying power. So lots of different types of organizations and companies in the big tent of life sciences. What they all have in common is they're all operating in a highly regulated environment. So our Life Sciences Center of Excellence is kind of an answer to that, creating bespoke solutions that are really designed and custom-built, purpose-built to address the needs of those types of unique clients who have common needs across them. The patient piece of this is really going one level deeper, one click down, which is focusing on a particular type of customer of our customers, which are the patients. These sometimes are folks who are medically fragile. Sometimes they're folks that have caregivers that also need support. They have unique travel needs. They have unique needs as attendees when they're coming to meetings. So both on the travel and meeting side, we take special care of those people. And that has required the development of special and unique service sets that really address those particular types of needs. Terry, I know that BCD really leads in this area, but can you describe the full scope of what we offer and why this vertical is so important to us? Right now, we're probably handling about 90% of the top 20 pharmas wow. uh, in the world. Wow. And when you, when you start to bring in, you know, diagnostics and biotech and medical device, I mean, you know, we are truly leading the charge in this space. We've invested into it, which is exciting because what we're in what we invest into will go beyond even the life sciences space. Um, we have a lot of experience in the travel and meeting sector, and you know, in some of the investments, whether it's our or our HCP desk or healthcare professionals or our HCPP, which is healthcare professionals or pay and patient desk, where we've actually specialized that service. It's an area that I think many companies have struggled to be able to bring forward. And I think it's an area that we have definitely, uh, we found the secret sauce. Um, so when you look at that, it actually, I mean, it, it goes beyond because we know how to do elite. We know how to do specialty. And so even though we built it for that area, the truth is we can take it further, you know, whether it's, you know, the development of payment schemes or it's truly about compliance, which I'm going to let Ashley even take that a little further because she knows more about compliance than anyone I know. Yeah. So um, I'm glad you brought that up, Terry, because it is a really important point. When I mentioned earlier, and you're going to hear this word specialized a lot, um, and that is part of what made this sort of a unique space for us to really develop those kind of key foundational solutions targeted to these types of clients. Um, but beyond that, you're going to hear the word regulatory a lot or regulated a lot. And that is a key critical component and a common requirement across all those different customer types we described earlier. And that's very unique to this particular set of customers. There are other regulated industries, financial services, a great example that pops to mind immediately. They have a lot of regulations as well. But this one ultimately is, is so centered on the consumer experience on you and I as patients. Um, and that makes it, again, very special with special needs and special solutions to serve those needs. I am fascinated by this. I, I was going to say the same thing. Wow. You know, I, I get fascinated every time I hear Ashley talk, you know, to our listeners, right? Mm -hmm. um, this, 
this goes beyond. It just shows you BCD as an overall company, what we can do together when we really understand the needs of mm-hmm. the customer. And so it's this is just a great example of that. Yeah, I want to hear more, Ashley. So each one of these organizations has got a, a variety of highly specialized needs. I'd love to hear more about some of these requirements. You know, like you said, the finance industry is another another industry that has similar compliance um, issues that they need to contend with. But what are some of the other requirements you think are worth talking about? Yeah, so it's it's a lot about risk management, and I'll put those in kind of three buckets, right? There's there's financial risk um, because in cases where pharmaceutical manufacturers, in particular, will focus on them because they're kind of one of the obvious and biggest groups in this space. Um, the financial risk is associated with government coming in and doing investigations and finding that there has been improprietous behavior or something inappropriate has happened. And the financial penalties associated with those are dramatic. Um, there's also reputational risk. And that is also critically important to these clients. They do not want to be on the front page of the paper having done something that they may have done very innocently, but is perceived as inappropriate or improprietous, even if it's within the bounds of legal legal requirements. And then third is legal risk, which is that, I mean, there can be meaningful, obviously, impacts if they aren't doing things like capturing and reporting adverse events that patients may disclose to them and that we are also responsible for disclosing to our clients. If a patient shares with us that they've had a negative reaction or some sort of negative event, health event, and they are simultaneously taking a medication that is provided by our client, we have a responsibility, a duty to disclose that to our client who then have a duty to disclose and track that information in the event that they follow up and reporting and stuff. So in the compliance domain, there are myriad requirements, but then on a more practical level, there are also requirements around restrictions on traveler types and what level or class of service they can travel and what level of reimbursement can be provided and how those reimbursements have to be tracked and reported. I mean, there are just everything they do has to be done with an enormous amount of transparency and with the highest principles and ethics in place to govern all of those little micro decisions that don't feel very important. But ultimately, the goal of all of that, as I said earlier, is to make sure that that physicians and other healthcare providers are empowered and in a position to make the best possible decisions for their patients without any interference or noise from external companies, even well-meaning, well-intentioned, ethical companies the government is trying to protect us as consumers, and that just creates this ecosystem of requirements. So I, I think one other probably important requirement that we want to touch on here is, you know, we've talked a lot about patients or whatever and, and you know, physicians traveling to these meetings, but but you could really have any type of traveler that might have unique needs or any type of meeting attendee that might have unique needs. And the point of this exercise is really to contemplate and consider who is that traveler? What might those needs be? So we happen to be talking about patients, but in another environment, in another vertical with another type of client, there could also be unique travelers with unique needs and challenges. Maybe they're traveling with a spouse. Maybe that person may have, you know, if they're coming to an incentive trip and we're traveling them to an incentive, they may be bringing people with them that have challenges and needs. The question for us is always, how do we create the best possible experience for those travelers and for those attendees? And that's not a challenge that is unique to the life science environment. That's for everybody. And what we've done is try to operationalize. How do we collect those needs, synthesize those needs, understand what that means for us from a service delivery perspective, and then deliver that experience? Well, and it, it, Ashley, it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong here, um, 
a lot of complications, a lot of unique needs, like you just said. And we, as a travel management company, needed to find ways to simplify that journey for everyone involved, not just the traveler, but everyone involved, right? Correct. Yeah. And I mean, we've talked a lot about life sciences specifically and what types of things we're worried about and considering and spending a lot of energy and time on. But the reality is, um, as I just said, that you know there are unique needs amongst traveler groups or meeting attendee groups across all vertical types that we service today. The, the, the point of the exercise, again, is to try to make sure we're asking the right questions, getting the right information. And I will give you an example of something that I think has utility across everywhere, right? So duty of care is obviously important to all of us. It's not vertical specific. There's nothing unique about duty of care that makes it a life sciences only thing. However, so in our environment, maybe Maybe we pay extra care around, you know, fragile, medically fragile patients because there are additional things that we need to do to ensure duty of care is done properly for those people and additional considerations. But we all have those needs. And so refining and dialing in, how do we do that? And how do we not just do it at a macro level where we've got a flight manifest or a meeting manifest of who's attending the meetings and what sessions they're going to? But it's also sort of, let's look at these people as individuals beyond just looking at them as a group, group of travelers, group of attendees, and knock it down one level and start looking at people, individual people, and collecting the inputs that we need for them from an accessibility perspective. You know, what are we doing to accommodate those people that may have some special challenges, whether that's, you know, a hearing impairment or a visual impairment or other things that might impact their traveler or attendee experience along the journey. So I think that's a, a lesson from, you know, the way that we approach things in life sciences that has broad utility across our entire customer base, irrespective of vertical. Terry, I've heard you talk a lot about your own experiences in this vertical with your parents. So I know it's really important to you that we identified gaps and invested time and resources into solving them. So today, what are customers asking about? Just recently, uh, and and I guess it's really not just recently, but you know, my parents have, we'll just say they've aged and there's times you think that they've just overnight, right? Mm-hmm. And But um, we had a hospital stint, then moving into rehab and then moving them straight into an assisted living. And, you know, you find we're all going to experience this. Our parents didn't really experience this in a lot of ways, and but we are as we paved the way. But, you know, when you think about it, People are looking, how can we make this more of a, an easier process or how can we help them? And I'll give you an example, you know, moving my, my, my father from, you know, rehab to assisted living, you know, we ended up having to find a transport that would actually be able to do that from a wheelchair perspective. I didn't even know something like that existed, you know, so you have to do and work on these things. You know, when we talk about things like, you know, clinical trials, my best friend, um, her mother and her aunt both have Alzheimer's. And so her and her sister are going to join into an Alzheimer uh, clinical trial because they want to get ahead of the game, which I think is amazing, right? Because they're constantly finding new things, which is why also I think Ashley and I both have a passion in this space because it's exciting because you get to hear about these things and be in the forefront. But I think customers are just, they want to know how can we help the journey? And that's, I mean, we're focusing every step of the way of that journey. And um, I just found that through my parents and, and just different things, my, you know, my friends, you know, we, I want to be able to help and I want to be able to make that happen. 
let me take us back to what our client's asking about. You know, one, when you're talking about the traveler, and, and I know Ashley talked about the guest travel. Once again, that applies to many different areas, I'd like to point out. And that was an investment that we did make um, because we feel this is a very important area. And, you know, the travel managers aren't always involved when it comes to guest travel. There's many other areas that are. And when you think about it, whether, you know, targeted communications, you know, we actually are doing some of that. And actually, I know Ashley is as well when we're utilizing our veto arm for uh, traveler engagement or meeting uh, attendee engagement, mm -hmm. where we can actually target communication that's going to be very, very key in that particular area. This applies very heavily in the life sciences space. But once again, it applies in many areas of, of travel and meetings across the board. And so I would say, I mean, it's, it's truly getting to the end user, making it as easy as possible. That's what, that's what people are asking for. And, you know, at the end of the day, um, if we can make it more simplified, that's the ultimate goal uh, to make it uh, an easier process. Well, and I think in some of these journeys that you're discussing, right, the journeys of these patients, the travel is the least important part of the entire experience. Yeah, that's just it, Miriam. We don't want them thinking about that or worrying about that. And we don't want our customers worrying about that either. They should be worrying about that patient's health and the patient should be able to focus on their health and not be worried about logistics and how am I getting there and where am I going? And, you know, you know, I think suppliers also want to help. Right. But they are unable to help if we are not helping coordinate their help. Exactly. I think uh, of us as kind of the connective tissue Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. around all of that, right? Because you're right, there's a whole ecosystem of suppliers that are involved, but somebody has to be that connective tissue to make sure that it all works harmonized. Right. And that that patient is sort of like, this has been easy breezy. I've had a great experience getting here. Or, I've, you know, it was fine. And that's okay too, right? Like, it doesn't have to be a dazzling experience as long as it's not a bad experience and they're distracted from focusing on what they're there for. Correct me if I'm wrong here again, but, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these programs and, and travel managers they're still using most of the same digital products and solutions that BCD has and offers, correct? It's not just uh, solely BCD invite or this guest travel. They're harnessing the power of everything we offer, right? Oh my God, absolutely. I mean, if you think about it, um, I know Ashley's talked quite a bit about with the compliance reporting, but we also have our decision source reporting, which, you know, is a plethora of different opportunities and different, you know, from an analytics and so on um, that you could provide because you do need to look at this. Data is key, right? And then we also, if we just talked about supplier relationships. I mean, that's very important. We, you know, we have a whole group of people that does that, but I will tell you in this particular space, and I think uh, Ashley's team and I know my team has, you know, we've met with some of the top carriers. We are actually trying to further along to where we can work with carriers, for example, to how to benefit the, the individual needs of a traveler. This question is for both of you. Usually at this point in the podcast, I ask for a list of tips that our listeners should focus on right now, but let's just change that up a bit. What would you say is the biggest thing we have learned from this unique vertical that all programs, regardless of industry, can learn from? I think one of the things that we do really well, and I, I won't presume to know whether whether you know my colleagues across the organization are also doing this extremely well. I'm sure many of them are already, but one of the things I think we do well in life sciences is we're really listening, listening and understanding our clients 
their pipelines, their products, where they are, sort of all the things that everybody would normally do. But we're also understanding their clients and their clients' clients. So we're going multiple layers deep. And I'll give you an example of, you know, maybe a something that kind of illustrates that in terms of the level of thinking that we're doing, right? We have a, a client um, who is in the HIV space and um, that is a very particular disease state population. So people who have HIV are often um, living on the fringes of society. Um, there are many who aren't, but there are many who are. So some of these folks might be um, IV drug users. They may be um, sex workers. They may be people who are otherwise you know, homeless or living in places and spaces with a sort of fragility to their lives and the way that they're living that has to be thought about when you're going to bring a group of people like that together. So this client wanted to bring and create a series across the country which has later been extended globally, um, but a series of, of programs where they're bringing together patients and patient advocacy groups to talk about how important it is that they use the therapies that are available to them. You can't have that population of people going to a space where they will not feel at ease. So we had to go really deep on trying to think about things like, you know, where is a space where they would be comfortable? We booked a lot of community centers and we traveled them on public transportation, gave them bus vouchers to get on public transportation to get to that space or Uber vouchers or other things to be able to make it possible for those people to travel. They may not have cars. And so that need to really be extremely sensitive to those travelers, those attendees, and be thoughtful about the way you design and deliver a program or a traveling experience for them that really speaks to, we understand who you are and what's going to make you most comfortable and go beyond just the normal, like, is it a first class ticket or a coach ticket or business, you know, all the things, right, that we think about as routine matters every day. And and I think that's a really important lesson from this space. We listen a lot more than we talk. You know, I don't even know how to piggyback onto that one at this particular point, because that's just an, an amazing story. You know, I didn't, you know, Ashley talked about the the payment, you know, the different payments and reconciliation to that. And I mean, it pushes us and you're right. I mean, right. We're challenged all the time. It, what more can we do? Is it enough? How do we better collaborate? And we do. I mean, we try to collaborate and hear the needs of our customers and and the end users. Right. And then how do we then create something like that or go out and take something and make it to where it truly does work for our end users? And, you know, it's not always easy. We know that. But, you know, when you have, you know, Ashley and her team, and I mean, I've got a whole group of people that are very knowledgeable in this space. And listen, we love it. I mean, we are so, so fortunate, right? Because although we're not curing cancer or Alzheimer's, we're at least in the peripheral of helping to what they need to do. And I think that that, I think that's probably what I've learned most in this and I'm most proud of is that we get to be a part of something. Okay, it is time for a quick connect. So I'm going to ask a question or two and everyone's just going to blurt out the first thing that comes to mind. Don't worry. These are just meant for fun. Um, what is everyone's favorite show to binge watch when you're stuck in a hotel? Mine is Love Island. I can't <laughs> believe I'm even admitting it. I love it. And it oh, is horrible. No shame. No it shame. is. Oh my no, gosh. High quality. Oh my, yeah. 
Ashley? Mine is, I'm ashamed to admit, actually, but mine is uh, Below Deck. And it's funny that you said binge watching it in a hotel or somewhere because I won't watch it at home because I don't want anybody in my family to know that I'm watching that show. It will ruin my reputation. (laughs) I love Below Deck. Yeah. 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 Below Deck is mine, too. Uh, I had never watched Below Deck, but Miriam actually got me into watching it a little bit. I don't, I wouldn't say I binge it, but I'm going to go classic, old school. You can always find it on TV. The Golden Girls. I always oh, well. Of lay course. The Golden Girls. Yeah. All yeah. right. Good. I'm glad I wasn't alone there. Um, okay. Next question. It seems as though we always have a smart device in our hands, right? Um, so what is your most used emoji and what do you think it says about you? I just looked mine up earlier so I could have the truth. I had to look okay. mine up too. And I'm, I'm oh again, ashamed to admit that mine is the eye rolling emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and I think it says maybe that I'm maybe too, more sarcastic than I should be on most days. I don't know. I'm not All sure. Right. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> See, it's funny because I tend to go to what they, it's like um, you search tenor. And mm-hmm. I like doing the happy dances or the, oh, you know, oh my gosh, you know. <laughs> Mine is the face with the dollar sign tongue hanging out. <laughs> Put your money where I your mean, mouth is. Well, I mean, I don't know what that, I mean, to me, it means like, you know, get your money kind of thing. So, oh, um, okay. I, I don't, what is it supposed to mean? I guess I don't know. I, I, I always thought it was like, show up like put your money where your mouth is back up what you're saying but you know right it's a challenge if you're listening let us know what you think that emoji means you know what i don't think anybody knows what any of the emojis mean right and you you send something and the younger generation goes what in the what you know and you're like oh what did i say (laughs) i am the little mischievous looking devil one like the smiling Devils. Yeah, yeah I believe one. that. I believe yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess. I, yeah, uh, sure. Well, this was a really interesting show. Uh, I'm so glad we got to have both of you on the show. So thank you. Yeah, and I'm I'm constantly fascinated by what you guys are doing and, and just the use cases you're encountering and how you're solving for that. For me, it's just so interesting. So thanks for joining us. Well, thank you. It's been great. It's been fun. I agree. If you're a travel buyer, frequent business traveler, or just someone who likes hearing about unique verticals in business travel, be sure to like, subscribe, follow, and download the Connections with BCD Travel podcast to stay up to date with new releases and listen to your favorite episodes. Thank you for connecting with us. BCD Travel helps companies travel smart and achieve more. We drive program adoption, cost savings, and talent retention through digital experiences that simplify business travel. Learn more about the topics you heard on this episode by visiting bcdtravel.com slash podcast. <laughs>